Hey, folks, this is part two in our conversation with Barrett Johnson, singer-songwriter extraordinaire. Definitely encourage you to go back and listen to part one if you have not done so already. Either way, I would appreciate your feedback, and I know Jeff and Scott would as well. They're good guys, and they love you as well as I do. You can find us at all the socials, at Bros Bibles Beer. And remember to rate and review us on iTunes to help this puppy grow. All right, let's get to it. Grace, peace, cheers. When the party starts to die down Soft music in your room Baby, I'm no good at dancing So suffering, I think, or any of those significant life moments always seem to be great fodder for songwriting so at the same time you're just struggling to like function yeah were was it able to help feed that songwriting process for me for you during that time or was it like hey i need to get past this and then i can reflect on it and it will have an impact or fuel that songwriting in in you so the last thing I cared about was songwriting, like, uh, during the first lot of it, I just didn't care. I was just trying to survive. Yeah. Um, that was not even a thought. Yeah. So you came out with new Jerusalem in 2016. Actually, it, I had to re-release it. It came out a few years before. So a few years before. <clears throat> and so that was before the vertigo when you were writing those songs. Yep. And what was, what was the general place you were in when you were writing new Jerusalem? Um, I knew that God was taking me, uh, he was taking me to a place to, um, I was starting to really want to sing songs to speak into people's lives. Um, just on a different level. Um, and I think there's a lot of people who, do, who are doing this. It's not overt. Um, it's just trying to give people hope. And talking about your own experiences, like, I think that the only thing that was helping me during the time that I, that I was going through sickness was, were other people's stories about them going through the similar thing. That's really what helped me. There wasn't a lot that helped me. I read a ton of books. I was like, didn't help at all. Yeah. The head knowledge just can't. Nope. There's a time and a place for that. But when you're in a certain spot, that is just a bunch of bullshit. Yeah. It didn't help. Cause even if you know what's actually true about you. It doesn't help you get out of whatever situation you're in. No, no other, other people, you know, and their stories really did help, you know? So that's what, I, that's what, you know, I did have one song when I was, um, when I was actually going through the vertigo, I never write songs acapella. I never mm. sing songs without chords. I always, my process is different. Yeah. And I was, I was singing a song every, almost every single day as I was going through the same vertigo. one. Yeah. Same one. Yep. Same one. A song that you hadn't, that was your, became your own. Yes. Is that what you're saying? Just uh-huh. lyrics and it, you kind of formed it. Yeah. Uh-huh. Do you want to sing it for us now? I can. I can sing this song. Yeah, let's do it. All right. Is this on what you're, um, you're working on an album right now? Um, I'm hoping to soon. I uh, would need to raise some money, hopefully this, this spring or so. Do you, do you have a, a site set up for that already or you, you still need to work on getting that up? You know, I have um, my website, uh, BarrettJohnsonMusic.com. 
Um, you can two R's, it, two T's and Barrett. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You can, uh, donate at any time, but I'll be setting up like some kind of fundraising crowdfund push. Yeah. We'll put your Venmo in the show notes. Yeah. No Venmo. Jeff likes Venmo. <clears throat> it's the future, man. Yeah. So I sing this every single day. This was like a prayer. Um, yeah. interesting to me because you you're mixing these two concepts right this the day of dying you know Mm -hmm. technically the worst day you're gonna have and in the midst of that you're singing so 
I mean, those parallels seem obvious that at the time you're probably feeling <laughs> like you're dying because, because of everything that you're going through. So unpack that a little bit because that's a tough, it's not just a stiff upper lip, right? No, no. It's a recognition. Yeah. I think it, um, it's more like I was grasping for anything that would help. Yeah. And nothing was helping. And strangely enough, that was helping. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Singing this song. Just singing this song. Around wherever I was, in the car, in the Acapella. Yep. Yeah. Just everywhere I was going, in my day of dying. Just everywhere. It's a mantra almost. Yep. That's exactly what it was. And for whatever reason, it was helping me. And you know what? Like, Like we were saying, other people's stories, that's what helps. That's what helps during that time. Yeah. If you were going through something and somebody had gone through the exact same thing, you want to talk with them. Right. Yeah. And so that's what, what was born out of this situation for me is yeah. Songs came out of this. Yeah. Um, and some of them actually have a lot of joy. Um, and so my hope is that this next record that I make is going to speak into people's lives that are going through suffering Yeah. that they're, they, they yeah. need hope. Yeah. Yeah. So because I know and I love all of your music, this is stylistically is such a departure. I mean, it feels like a slave time, uh, religious gospel, mm-hmm. um, you know, uh, a tune essentially. And as long as I've known you, there's nothing really like that that you've done. What guided you down this path? Or is it like, hey, man, I just woke up and that tune was in my head. Um, well, I, like I said, I don't usually write tunes. By the melody first. Yeah. Melody yeah. first. And it's also in a minor key, yeah. um, which I think is kind of interesting to just be writing a minor key when I mostly write major key. Yeah. Um, so it's a departure in lots of ways. A, a little bit. If you listen to new Jerusalem, the song though, that's in a minor key. And honestly, if the pr- production would have been different, it yeah. still would have been with the same like roots, you know, as far as blues and like early, early music. But this isn't blues per se. Yeah, I mean, I, it's a spiritual is what it is. That, exactly. That, yeah. That's what I meant. Er, yeah. You know, Delta, I listen to all that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I would say, um, and this is the darkest song on the record. Like, um, the rest yeah. of it is not it's dark. <laughs> <laughs> this is like... Is it, is it similar to New Jerusalem where the album itself, where you do have these different, it's singer songwriter, but there's full bands and you, you do have these different styles that are blended into Barrett Johnson. Yeah. So do we expect that on the one you're going to be funding? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So this is not, um, this is not like a represent, this is like one small slice of this new album. Yeah. Pretty much. Mm-hmm. Yep. Interesting. Yeah. So your songwriting pro- process, let's talk about that a little bit. You said you don't usually write the melody first or the, the lyrics first. Yeah. How, I, d- is it like music first, like chord progression, and then you get inspired? Or is there a lyric that you feel just a tune in your head that you start sitting down with? Most of the time, I mean, everywhere I'm going all the time, I'm always thinking, like if you watch a movie, if you have a conversation, I write down. If some somebody says something, I'm like, oh, that's a good theme for a song. I write it down. Yeah. So I'm writing lyrics everywhere I go. Like the stories are everywhere. Everyone has stories. So, um, that's always, that's a process in itself. And then, um, but so can I pause you there real quick? Sorry. Yeah. So, so that's a process. So, um, 
do you, are you pretty disciplined about it? Will you go back and review that and say, okay, great. Hey, hey, you know, it's the end of the day. I'm going to pull out my notes. Let's look at the stuff that, okay, how is this? How am I going to work this in? Um, I, I don't specifically try to shove ideas, uh, obviously in the songs, yeah. but, um, I review them all the time and I'm, I write all the time. Yeah. So I set aside time to constantly be writing. So it's a, it, that part is a little disciplined for you, I guess, at least the, the time. Yeah. Yeah. I've, I've got this scheduled. It's yeah. It's almost like a lifestyle though. Cause I'm writing right. in the car. You yeah. know what I mean, like yeah. everywhere I'm going, I'm thinking about the song and thinking about the melody and the lyrics as, because the lyrics take the longest. I really care about the story. On a park bench we wait for the rain clouds to break. You can share my umbrella if you want to. But just love when it's seen. Music is an art, but there is some sort of method or I guess you could call it science behind what you're doing. Science doesn't create the art, but <clears throat> you're using the a method to create the art. In in a way. Yeah. I mean it, Yeah, I think there's like um like there's chord progressions that are um like classic chord progressions that are used in a ton of songs huh. that most people aren't listening to chord progressions, but there's a reason why they're classic chord progressions. They're good. Yeah. They work. Yeah. So like the, I guess the more that you um, are paying attention and you're like a student of, you know, songwriting and paying attention to how, what other people use for their songs. And mm-hmm. I mean, that's a big deal to me, you know, chord progressions, melody structure, the whole thing. But the older I'm getting, the way that I'm, I'm really relating to songs is listening to somebody's story. I want to hear their their take on something i want to hear a new way that they're 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 telling their story you know so how much on this new album and even new New jerusalem how much of that is your stories and how much of it is other people's stories um i have to write from uh my point of view most of the time i rarely write a story through somebody else's yeah okay in some way it's got i have to connect with it uh, that makes sense. Yeah. So you'll find the parallel or whatever, you know, maybe that other person's story or how they're, they're telling that story will trigger in you. Oh yeah. I, I recognize that. I feel that that's, that reminds me of X, Y, Z in my own life, et cetera. Or it, at least it, it maybe, it, maybe just inspires you. Yeah. I mean, <clears throat> you can have, you can fictionalize some things that you still connect to. Yeah. But something, something, happen to you that connects to that, if that makes sense. Right. Totally. I'm not usually just writing straight fiction. That's not what I like doing. Yeah. 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 Do you try to get allegorical where you're very specific on each piece? Hey, this, whatever actually represents this or it's it's very broad and a little more. No. Well, I, I think it's just like, you know, a broad theme of what you're trying to, yeah. to tell. And then within that is like, what's, what's exciting to you? What's, what's your way of telling the story? That's, you know, I'm not lazy about it at all. Yeah. You know, even if something's simple, it's supposed to be simple, you know, yeah. it took time, you know, like matching rhythms, two beats and one heart. Cause I'm, cause I'm on your side. All your life, for all of your life. Now 
ended up at something that might have been simple, but what it took you to get there, what it took you to edit out and to get rid of and to try. It's on purpose. Yeah, yeah, to get finally get to that point where that's the thing. A lot of work that goes into this. Jeff, did you have something? <laughs> that's why good art seems so, so effortless, depending on the artist, and the song will seem easy and simple. And then my dare you person, yeah. listener, you sit yeah. down and do that shit. You know what? Co-writing with other people has been a really interesting process because you see, ah, that's fine. Let's move on. You're like, no, that's. (laughs) (laughs) I'm Barrett Johnson, bitch. (laughs) (laughs) I have that on my business card. (laughs) That's good. Not on my album. (laughs) (laughs) I don't co-write on my record. You know, earlier, earlier, Barrett, you talked about God's talking to me all the time. Yeah. And I'm guessing as you go through your writings, a lot of it is under the direction of God's word. And you come across some thought or idea or or within your story and you think, I'm going to go with this. Okay. If you're leading me this way, has a lot of your music come from those moments? That's <clears throat> that's a mystery to me. I think that we are all um, individual expressions of of God. Mm-hmm. I mean, we are, you know, um, I in, agree in union with Him, right? Um, so, being individual, like me telling a story, is going to be different than you guys telling a story. Um, but I also know that they're gifts, so that's it's confusing to me a little bit how that works. Um, but I know that God gives stories as gifts but it's also the way that I'm telling the story. So I don't know exactly. It's a mystery to me still how it works. Cause I also think it's a craft. Right. So, um, you could, it could be honed. You can get better at it. Yes. Yeah. 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 But it's also a total gift. So yeah. I don't know, you know, exactly where the, you know, like, do I feel like God has led me specifically to a certain, um, uh, themes or something? Right. Yes, I do. Okay. Um, there's been a few times here and there where I'm like, oh, okay, I know what this song's going to be about. Uh, right. And that's that's my goal now is um, I think my favorite thing in, in writing a song now is if I see somebody that it speaks to, if they are emotional and they're just like, I think God showed me something because of your song. That's it. That's the whole point in what I'm trying to do now. You're connecting with people. That's it. Through your songs. That's it. And there, as I listen, I'm, I don't think there's a, even though Andy was talking about how you're talk, you're singing and you're, you're singing a, a down, like this is a down song, yeah. the, the lyrics, but there's something settling and you find content within the, how you sing it. And there's so much because people can do something. A million people can do the same thing, but it's when you do something unique and genuine in the way you sing it. That's what I feel like. I feel that emotional quality. I came in and you were singing that song earlier. I mean, not here, but earlier before we even began. And I'm like, oh my gosh, there's something to that. And yeah. it speaks to my heart and good man. That's, that's a, that's really, that's, that means a lot to me. Well, so. and I think it's, I think it's nice too, when that song stands on its own 
doesn't need your background on it, doesn't need you to explain it. However, it takes a different edge when you do get an explanation or when, which is kind of like the nice thing. Sometimes it's the reason it's great to go see somebody live, right? You'll, you'll get one other nuanced part of it. Hey, wrote this during a real crazy time in my life. Well, yeah. here, here it goes. Yeah, I mean, like general stories. That's okay. But no, no, the song, it, it, the song's a story. Like, do you relate to it or not? You yeah, know? That, that's what I mean. It's like the, yeah. the person who simply downloads it, listens to it, sure, never meets you in the, their entire life yeah. will will have the opportunity to connect with it, right? Yeah, but they should meet me. They should give me a hug at a show. <laughs> they should say hi. That's <laughs> Barry, the thing. BarryJohnsonMusic.com. Yeah, BarryJohnson. You, you want to talk to people? Yeah, that's kind of the point. I thought of this it was too. you like to party dot com. That too. Yeah. Pioneering the internet, putting a question mark in your URL. No one's done that. But there's not, there's not a, that song, (laughs) that song, there's not a thousand words to the song, but there's something within the song where you get lost. Like you were talking about mystery. It there's, there's something mystical about that song and the way you sing it, where it almost transcends Okay, this is really deep, but that's just my mind. Not really, is okay. <laughs> Scott, <laughs> Scott will take a broom to your surface, thinking and <laughs> off to the side. Scott is where, trolling. Yeah, where you you find you lose yourself and and go into your own world. It's almost a reflective song into the good, the bad, the challenges of life. And it's like, wait a second. If you literally listen to the words, it was, they're real simple, but there's something about the heart and soul behind music and the way really good musicians do that. And man, Barrett, you, you've captured some moment there where people get, can get lost in, they just get, they can get lost. It's in like the you music. crystallize the human experience in just a s- super simple stripped down song, simple lyrics. There's not much to it, uh-huh. but it matches the progression. Mm-hmm. It matches where you're at. You mm-hmm. are one with that song and it is the human experience almost. You know, I, um, and I, I'm not being paid to say yeah. this. <laughs> <laughs> it's really amazing. Um, I, I have a guy that's now a friend of mine. I, um, it's funny if I can play my own songs, I'll play in a church, but I don't play at churches. Like I don't do like worship songs. Like I'll do my songs. And so I'll, I'll play sometimes at this church in LA. They'll let me play my own. And there was a guy there that like had spoken to me and like now, you know, we're friends and stuff. And, um, I didn't know until like probably after six months, like that he'd gone through some cancer stuff and, uh, you would never know it by talking with him, um, the the joy that he has. And he would, he had asked me to play this one. And I'd be like, dude, really? Like, this one's dark, man. Like, you want me to play it yeah. here? Like, I've already played that a couple times here. I don't know. You know? <laughs> and then I realized, I'm like, oh, that's why. He relate. He knows yeah. That's, yeah. That's, that space. That's you know? funny. So years ago, David Bazan did a house show here. Mm-hmm. And he's totally one of my heroes. At he, your house? At this house, downstairs. And, and he didn't? Well, it didn't, never mind. You didn't know me at the time, but you didn't invite me. <laughs> you could have bought tickets like the rest of the peasants. Jerk. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so someone asked and the, the Q and A is like kind of part of his deal, right? If you've ever been to a David Bazan show and, and he, and it's great because this opportunity to connect and talk and like, and he's, he's an open book as yeah. open as they get. Yeah. And someone's like, man, like 
you write a lot of dark songs. And he just kind of shrugged a little bit. And he goes, I mean, <clears throat> there's dark stuff, man. Life, life is dark sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of times. And, and that's like, that's okay. That's yeah. just, that's the way that it is. Right. Yeah. And not in your average church service, Andy, <laughs> keep it happy. Keep it simple. I need joy to start my week and go throughout it and love God, love life. Everything's good. Thanks, Andy. Keep it to an hour 15. I think you can have both, you know, it just, it's, it's the stories. Like what's your story saying? You know, what's it doing for somebody? Well, he can, you can have you, dark you songs have, that, that you, are really like have joy in them, you know? And that's, that's kind of what I was mentioning before is that there is this like underlying joy that sits in the middle of that, like it's a paradox. Yeah. Yes. I, I could, and I could hear that in the, in that song and like whatever is going on in our lives, we're still, we're still pointing towards God and, um, Scott, that, that's that, what I got out of it. That reminds me of a. Orange County Supertones song. <laughs> oh, if, I, if, I could, if I could go there, pick it, it up. So pick it up. So the line was, oh. "Last breath before the candle flickers out, I will speak the name of Jesus." Oh, okay. And so it's a different. They might have had some minor chords in there. I don't even know what a minor chord is. Yeah. But uh, whatever the the song is, for me, it's the idea, the meaning behind the song pointing me in the same direction. Um, so I'm not a musician. Yeah. I play the guitar a little bit, but I'm not, I would not call myself a musician, but I totally, man, I, I could see that what you're saying, Andy, that yeah. there's that joy, even in those dark chords, they, they take you to a place that's still the meaning of it is, yeah. Perhaps it's the peace still. that passes understanding. <laughs> I heard that somewhere. Possibly, yeah. Keith Green song, I think. Yeah, <laughs> Keith Green. And, uh, who was the other guy that opened but, for him? Carmen. Carmen. <laughs> <laughs> Striper. So, Barrett, I'm, I'm so interested in you uh, kind of heard the beginning of the story, and I don't know where you are today, but where, what has the last, I don't know, few years What's it been like? Yeah. So, um, it's been, it's been a wild ride, man. I'm not going to lie. So mostly because um, the vertigo, you didn't really know. It's crazy. Yeah. It actually felt like a ride. <laughs> Literally was a ride. <laughs> Literal ride. How yeah. long ago did that end? Um, maybe a year and a half ago. Okay. All right. Yeah. So, um, since then, because I was in transition, um, and I was staying at different people's houses. A lot of friends were starting to have me house sit, dog sit. And, um, because I was, record, I have another project I'm doing with another friend of mine that we co-wrote a record and just, um, finished it, uh, this last year. And, uh, it sounds amazing. Thanks, man. It does. I don't uh, say that lightly. The project's name is man of leisure. So hmm. we were slippers. If you don't have leisure suits as merch, then you've missed the at least mark. a smoking jacket of some sort. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Pipes. <laughs> there's so many merch opportunities. There's I a lot. I feel like I just need to be your merchandiser. There's, there's a lot. Yeah. Um, I was driving to LA all the time, Orange County, you know, and back occasionally to my sisters in Temecula, but mostly I was house sitting and dog sitting so often that I would just be going to the studio dog sitting and I was bouncing around and so um, I was really getting tired of 
everything. It was super exhausting not having a place to go back to. And uh, <laughs> a few months ago, uh, God showed me when I was house sitting at this place. You just smiled with your whole body, by the way. <laughs> Dude, I just want the listeners to know. I just know how ridiculous this is going to sound. <laughs> I just know. I like. I, I'm telling this because maybe it's going to help somebody, you know, All like right. with what they're going through. But like, I know how ridiculous it sounds. I love it okay. when it takes 10 seconds to say, and then God told yeah. me. You're very self-aware. I appreciate that, though. I love the self-awareness. So many <laughs> people are not self-aware. Yeah. At least two of us would believe you when, when you <laughs> yeah, say totally. God. God, God told this. me something. I don't know about the other two. That's okay. That's cool. Um, so he showed me uh, to sell everything I had. And I was like, oh, my gosh, wow, man, I have stuff in storage and I not don't even have a place to stay right now. Like, I'm just traveling. I was traveling a ton this summer. And um, and I'm like, I'm, I'm going to wait on this. And the next day I was like, you should sell everything you have. And I was like, oh, my God, you got to be kidding me. For an entire week, I just feel like it's pressing on me. And I, it was not my idea. That's how I know, like, you know, for sure this was this. And, and it wasn't like a... um. It wasn't like a force thing. It wasn't like, you're going to do this thing. It was like, you should sell everything you have. I was like, I don't want to sell everything. <laughs> Define nope. everything. Good one, right? Right? Yeah. So um, I had a lot of stuff in my um, ex-girlfriend's garage. She's totally cool. That's why she let me keep all my stuff there. And um, But not completely cool. Here's the ex part. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, she's cool. So, um, I, I was like, fine. Okay. This is going to sting a little bit. I got a lot of records that I like collected over the years. Uh, had a lot of I books. I hurt right now. A lot of books. I I've, bought some of those records. You did buy some of those Oh, records. nice. Hey, what else are you selling? The yeah. good ones. <laughs> <laughs> you had any snowboards? Hey man. Do you have an EBA page? <laughs> yeah. Do you need a I personal need a- computer from 1996? <laughs> yeah. I do need like a pedal. It's got a 400 gigabyte. Continue, Barrett. So, (laughs) um, you know, man, it was not hard to sell that stuff. It went faster than it should have. Like selling a piano, like on Craigslist. Everyone has pianos on Craigslist, right? A million. Sold in less than five minutes on Facebook. Ridiculous. Not kidding. Everything I had was like, so, and a lot of friends, it's like books and records. Like all my friends are going to want more books and records. And so after that process, I had a backpack and a suitcase and a guitar. And that's still what I have right now. Wow. And um, so you didn't sell that guitar? No. Because you said everything. Yeah. So here's here's where it gets interesting. Like also is um, it's not this guitar. He Um, points to a guitar near his left leg. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Um. I felt like it's, it was still my tool and I, and I would, I, w- I would have um, sold that too. Um, I wasn't, didn't feel like I was being pressed to do that. And, um, the last few weeks have been really interesting, man. I've had weird stuff happen out of nowhere and I feel like I've turned some kind of corner and I'm like very, um, I'm, I'm in anticipation to watch where this goes because I've had some wild stuff happen this last month. What do you mean? Well, for one, um, I, um, it's like, how much do I get into? You know, hopefully, all if it's dirty okay. and filthy, yeah. it Vegas. In. No, it's yeah. nothing like all that. I put it all on black. Made yeah, it I put rain. The last few bucks on black and bought a new guitar. It turns That's out the story. 
Nicholas Cage. Thanks, guys, for coming. Generous it's been a guy. great show. That one and guitar. That's it. Yeah. So, um, all these things that I sold, uh, it was fine. You know what I know? The rest of my life, whatever happens, I can go back to that point. It's not that yeah. bad. Yeah. Because everything, you still have access to everything. Yeah. And I, it's not that bad. I, I'm happy that I've gone through this, to tell you the truth. Um, I don't think I'm going to have a lot of stuff, no matter what happens to me. Um, and if I do have stuff, it, I'm going to share it with people. I yeah. really know that for sure. Yeah. But I hadn't seen my father in over a decade. And that's, you know, too long of a story to get into. But I saw him this last Christmas for the first time in over 10 years. And after I had, um, I saw him, he said, um, you know, I want to buy you a new guitar for Christmas. It was like the day before Christmas. I'm like, ah, dad, you know, like I guitars I'm looking at are, they're a little spendy, you know, name it, any Squire guitar, (laughs) anyone that you want, any Epiphone, anything under a hundred bucks is yours. Listen, Hey, I have a Squire. Okay. You should be but ashamed. But you're not a musician. That's correct. You know the guilt that God wants to free you from? That's an exception. <laughs> God's just going to let you marinate in there. See, see yeah. Barrett's got a merciful God now. He yeah. left the wrathful God. He yeah. used to live under the wrathful yeah, God. Yeah, I'm not and willing he to spend ma- money. Old Testament. <laughs> yeah. That Fender Song 33. Uh, Play well to the Lord. $100 <laughs> guitar package. Yeah. <laughs> In case anybody doesn't know, squires are very cheap. Yeah. They come from Billy Squire. He was in a band <laughs> back in the uh, 80s. I thought it was band like called? a medieval thing. Uh, we'll edit this. Uh, <laughs> I'm not sure. Nice. But he had a song. It's called That One Guitar. Hey, guys. Something like that. I'd love know. to hear what Barrett has to say. Uh, it doesn't matter. <laughs> Billy Squire. It, it doesn't matter. No, so, no, sorry. Um, yeah, he knew, he knew, uh, I was like, yeah, I'm looking at expensive guitars, you know, like, um, I haven't had a new guitar in a very, very long time. And, uh, he was like, yeah, I know. And so he, he got me this guitar, uh, this one that I, I have here today, this Gibson. No way. Yeah. really, I was not expecting that. Um, I just wanted to talk to him. And yeah. so, um, once again, I was, uh, I was, uh, actually taking a shower and God, um, I, uh, Dan was telling me, uh, our buddy, Dan, yeah. he's like, he's like, dude, you watch, you're still going to play your old guitar. Like it's your old friend. Like you're yeah, right, going to play it right. and you know, you're still going to write on it and stuff. And I was right. like, yeah, okay. Yeah, maybe. And stuff. And I'm in the shower and God showed me, um, he's like, you should give it, you should give it to somebody. You should give it to a single mom, a single parent with a kid that's playing guitar. I'm like, what? Like out of nowhere. I'm like, what does that even mean? I put it up on Facebook and I gave it to a single dad that I know that has a kid that was learning how to play guitar and he was, didn't, couldn't, I, maybe you couldn't afford it at the time, yeah. you know? And, uh, I mean, it's a great learning guitar. Yeah. This, awesome. This other guitar. Oh yeah. It's great. But it makes sense. It was like, you know what I take it as is like all of these things that I have really are not that important. Like that's like, that's not what makes you rich is having all this stuff. I'm not, I don't think it's just like a, you know, I'm not saying that. Like, it's not just a cliche. No. It is, but it's more than that. It's a lot more than that. No, what, but what's interesting about that is that you just came out of this whole point in your life where you, you trimmed down to the most essential. Yep. Right. Yeah. So there's hardly anything to your name. Yeah. And at that point you're going to give away one of, uh, I don't know, maybe one of the most valuable things that you own. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Technically. Yeah. And you're just going to, and you're just going to hand it, hand it off. Yep. I already gave it to him. Yeah. It wasn't, it wasn't even, it wasn't even bad. Yeah. It's just not that bad, man. 
Yeah. I feel like I've, I had to kind of lose everything to see that though. So do you think that if you would, do you think you would have approached that differently if you hadn't gone through this whole experience first? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Because I've had too many, you know, what's funny is should anything happen with music where, you know, things are, are better. Yeah. I totally believe that I am the sum of all of my friends and everyone who has um, helped me in my life mm. because it's been set up this way. Like I've been shown basically nothing. I can't do anything by myself. We we're all so connected together. Yeah. And so I really think that when you, if you have a house, you host, that's just what I would do, you know? Mm. And so um, sharing your stuff with other people it just seems so natural to me now because I've been given so much by other people. Yeah. Literally, literally tomorrow, tomorrow morning. Yeah. The same friend who paid for my treatment, um, car I've been borrowing from them. They're like, we're going to sign it over to you tomorrow. I was just like, you've got to be kidding me. Like, are like tomorrow, for, like, like tomorrow from right now tonight? Yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, are you kidding? <laughs> like it's a few thousand dollar car. Like, yeah. It's awesome. Yeah. And you know what? If I got another car, that car is going to somebody else. You yeah. Know, like it's, I couldn't have done it without the, these people and other friends. And so now that's how I kind of view this is like, um, I think that, that w- I, it's just been, um, it's my eyes have been open to how connected we really are. Yeah. Yeah. It's a mystical. It's mystical. Like for sure. It's the, it is the truly connection. mystical. Yeah. Yeah. The connection you are grabbing things and, and you're, discovering things and then paying it forward and you're paying it forward through your art. And, um, I, I know there's going to be some supreme impact from your stories that you're, you're sharing through song and on this incredible podcast. Um, <laughs> I feel like we dodged you dodged a bullet. There's like all of a sudden like, Oh yeah, I haven't talked to my dad in 10 years. Mm-hmm. And I know that's a huge can of worms, but were you able to reconnect over the holidays and actually get work some shit out. Yeah. You know, um, at least the doors open, you know, for communication, I I've changed so much in the last 10 years that, um, I feel like I've been freed from a lot of bitterness and with a lot of different relationships, um, and anger and stuff. So, um, I was able to even talk with him, which is, great. You know, a lot of people have issues with their fathers, you know? And so I think just being able to have an open door to at least communicate, it's like, we may not see life at all the same, not even close, but at least like being able to have a civil conversation about some stuff um, was at least a good starting point, you know? So yeah. Do Do you think this guitar in some ways was an olive branch from him? Uh, I don't, you know, I, I don't know. I have no, I can't, I can't say what he thinks. Um, I look at it more as, um, as it's a gift from God. I mean, it just like, I, I need this. This is the exact guitar I wanted. You know, like it, this guitar is like everything I want in a guitar. That's it. You know? Yeah. And I just think like, like I said, I've turned some kind of corner and I don't know what this looks like, but it's good. Yeah. Like I think that, you know, God has shown me some things that are going to happen and, it's all good stuff, you know? Yeah. It's been a long, it's been a long time coming, man. I mean, I'm still like traveling around and doing weird, having a weird lifestyle, but like, yeah. you know, like uh, you got to stay at some weirdos yeah. house tonight. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. 
I got to sleep on a race car bed tonight. Like, <laughs> <laughs> An eight-year-old's race car bed? <laughs> He's staying in the guest bedroom, guys. Jeez. <laughs> Tiny Andy. Wait, are you, are you, are you, st- you staying here? Yeah. Yeah, man. How long, you, uh, how long have you been here? I haven't. Just tonight. This is it? What yeah. time is it? <laughs> That's what you're doing. You're, you're hopping around. You've been house sitting for people. Yeah. Did we, you didn't really talk about that too much. It's like you, you have a bed that's just kind of like getting provided for you on a daily basis or dude, I've had days where I had $20 and I was like, wow, I don't know how I'm going to eat tomorrow. And I don't know where I'm staying. No idea. It's been a wild ride. And I, like, I, I've learned a lot through it. Um, I'm tired. Yeah. I'll tell you that, you know, like I don't want to, I don't want to live this way forever, yeah. but this last year and a half, that's what I've been doing. Like, and it's since God had you sell things. Um, or was that after? That, that's after. Selling things is recent. Yeah, that was yeah. a few months ago. Yeah. yeah. Which made a lot of sense after, you know, living my life. So just sell everything you have after yeah. living with, you know. Yeah, I've just I've just been playing music. I, I've not had a, like a regular nine to five, n- no job. And somehow it just keeps going. I have no idea how, it, you know. So I kind of think shitty experiences make for better songwriting, like your personal life. I do. I think that happy like totally happy, self-sufficient people. But dude, I've got happy songs on this record. I mean, I don't it's mean, not like, I don't mean that. No, no, no. I, I'm not saying that it just only produces sad songs. <laughs> I'm just saying that this is good art. I, I, yes, I think it produces good art. And I think that people Most standups will say the same thing. Yes. Right. A lot of the standups, they have terrible backgrounds. Yeah. Right. But at the same time, there's something about, even if they're happy songs, right? I mean, the happy songs have to be, are, are born out of something and you can, you can have happiness born out of sadness. Your first song mm-hmm. explains that and hopefully you'll do another one. Hopefully you've got another one that you can sure. share with us too. But, but it's, it, I just think it's just interesting to see. And, and most songwriters that I talk to and most of my own personal experiences too, I've found that that some level of strife or some level of friction that gets introduced for art is such a positive thing because it it will trigger stronger emotions that will potentially trigger stronger lyrics, melodies, or at least inspire you versus things are pretty good. I'm doing Pretty good, <laughs> which is, which is Orange County, which is amplified in South Orange County, right? For sure. And so, I mean, we see that in other things besides art, obviously, but, but that I think is the challenge. And the thing that I struggle with in most of South Orange County is the, the viewpoint that's it's pretty good. I don't really need that much. So I won't do that much. And I wrote a really average <laughs> song, guys. <Here> it goes. <laughs> <laughs> no, I listened to, I listened to the, a female uh, musician when I was in my twenties and man, Alana Morris. Yeah, she was angry. I'm like, I really like her anger. <laughs> oh man. I loved that. But so, I mean, that all came out of heartache and, just brokenness and right. just really just, upset. Just see who it is, man. <laughs> well, he got it. Oh, he did. Yeah. It's, oh, it was Alana's yeah. Oh, I was joking, man. No, that was it. Yeah. 
No, just listening to, to music. Her relationship with Dave right. Matthews. Just listening to music. <laughs> <laughs> Did she go down on you in a theater? Just oh. listen to that. Just those words. It's like, man, there's a lot of pain here. <laughs> yeah. It's a lyric, Scott. Yeah. yeah. Is that what she said? She, yeah, she didn't. I'm critiquing art. Oh, forget it. Wait, wait. I want to hear that. <laughs> it was. That's amazing. I nailed it. That wow. was good. It took you... Two notes. It's like, nailed it. I didn't even catch any notes, but that was so good. Yeah. No, there was no notes. You just got it without notes. Yeah, no notes. Well, there was a there was F- female uh, musician, pain, Alanis Morissette. Yeah. Just nailed it. Twenty years ago. Twenty years ago. Yeah, well, maybe that was a trigger. <laughs> Who was pissed off twenty years ago? Yeah. Jilted. Mm. She, she hasn't shaved her armpits. Fiona since Apple. Then. Um, there were a few of them. <laughs> That's exactly there was a lot of yeah. pain behind her. When the pawn. Sure. I actually recently, sorry, side note, I read the full uh, the full title of When the Pawn. Mm-hmm. Fiona's, Fiona Apple's album, by the way, When the Pawn, is incredible. Incredible. It's amazing. It is. It is That's a masterpiece is what that is. Yeah. yeah. It's beautiful. However, uh, when you just, if you were to pick up the CD in a record store, it would say When the Pawn dot, dot, dot. And that's what you'd think the name of the album is. The yeah. actual name of the album is like a paragraph long, no joke. Yeah. And go look it up and it will take you like, you'll go back and like, wait, what is that saying there? Oh man, what is she doing there? She must've been super high when she wrote this. <laughs> nice. I said it, Scott. I said, nice. <laughs> My adjective is nice. That and was a beautiful. long side note. Uh, I apologize. Thanks, Andy. I think you said good. Dude. Hey good man. Good and Nice. Beautiful, nice, good. We all we all had our lives. I'd love to hear if you have uh, something else. Another song? Yeah, I'd love it. Is this from, are you going to do a new one? Yeah. Will you do Sweet. at least one new one, and then will you do one old one? Sure, man. Off of New Jerusalem. Sure. And then if you need a place to stay, I got a place for you for four or five months. He's got a motor For home. four or five months? Sure. He does have a motor home on the side of his house. For the listeners, he's he's putting a capo on. <clears throat> he's going capo seven fret. Money. 
so nice it's a good story so that's that's a great like classic 50s progression yeah i don't know any barry johnson tunes that have like followed that style so not not to like keep harping on this fact but i I do think songwriting is so fascinating And so when you approach something like that, are you like, gosh, man, I mean, there's these categories of things that you can approach. It's, I've got a concept. I want to write about this thing. I've got a lyric in mind that's going to drive the rest of my, my words and et cetera, maybe attached to my concept. I've got a style, man. I just want to write something that's a fifties tune. I just am feeling that right now. Mm, I'm not, I'm not really thinking like that. Me personally, yeah, I'm not really thinking like I want to write a 50 soon. Usually, like it's not like that. It's more like something new. I'm trying to write something new for me, for you, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And you're not, you're not, it's you're not reinventing the wheel. You're taking this simple progression, mm-hmm. but yet when you pair it with your experience mm-hmm. and what's going into it and your heart and soul that's in it, it's connected and it becomes you. In a way yeah, that I hope so, nobody man. else could do. I'm trying. You know, that's what I think everyone yeah. should be doing if they're yeah. doing their art. It's yeah. like, do it your way. You yeah. know? And by the way, somebody would somebody could pick up that guitar, play that progression, and sing that song, and the guitar is going to sound different. Mm-hmm. It's not going to sound like you. Yeah. Uh, not to mention your voice. And, and you know what? Dare I say, it's a good... Can you imagine if you weren't just getting by singing and you could actually, you actually knew how to sing. I mean, it would be amazing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Maybe if you actually like took lessons or something. We'll pray. We'll pray that somebody provides lessons, you know, just drops them out of nowhere. Uh, you got a chiropractor. God can do anything really. Anything. Yeah. Just plant a seed in the bros, Bibles and beer home studio. 
Yep. And God will bless you. <laughs> Is that this place? <laughs> or something like it. Will you will you do another one? Will you do a tune off New, New Jerusalem? Sure. All right. And Which uh, one is it? Before you do this one, actually. This this one is called The Valley of Megiddo. Yeah, this is a, <laughs> actually a Lonis Morissette cover. Uh, no. Uh, <laughs> and and uh, just tell me why you're choosing this one. Um, I remember the lyrics usually. <laughs> is there a story behind? Yeah. So I don't usually like, I won't usually tell stories about songs because I, I think people should just take the song for, what, yeah. you know, yeah. I, I did about that other one just because like that one, I guess, uh, that one's a little bit different just because it's such a weird thing just to be singing a song. And then eventually like I put chords to it. Yeah. It's kind of a weird one. Yeah. But, but other, if other you songs, had to, <laughs> like if let's just couch it in, you're not going to tell us what it's about, but if you were to tell us what it's about, what would it be about? <laughs> you know what i remember yeah, if you could <laughs> my uh dragonfly thing just fell off but i would say if you could like exclude things that it's not about right it's not about driving around in my my ra- you know 500 horsepower race car on a track it's right? probably not about that right mm-hmm. i mean i think you're describing the movie cars by the way but yeah cars yeah the disney flick yeah, give me a second. I may not be able to prevent myself from singing your harmonies. <laughs> Involuntary action. I remember watching some something. Uh, it's called Storytellers. I don't know if it was PBS or whatever. VH1. It was. Oh, it was VH1. Yeah. yeah. And they had Jason Mraz on, and uh, he just he told these stories that uh, they were just so simple and good. And then he got into a song I'm like. My gosh. So I still listen to a couple of his songs when I'm running or starting my day at, at school and let my, my kids listen to it. But it's not so much the song as it was the story. Really? that That's what got you? See, yeah, I don't know, man. I've heard story, people tell what the song's about. I'm like, that's terrible, man. I like the way I had it. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, no, no. And, and I, I get that because we connect our yeah. own personal stories to yeah. someone's song. Uh-huh. But I guess it was just... It wasn't so much any of it in that there was meaning behind why the song was written, regardless of the actual story. Yeah. It's like, man, this meant something to this person. Yeah. So that's the human connection. So thanks for not telling the story behind this song. Yeah. So go ahead. <laughs> no, but you're right, though. There are some songs that's like, it feels like it's pretty on the nose. Right. You know, and, and it mm-hmm. can make sense to help tell that story. And then there's other ones where... I would even do this too with our, with Chris, our singer from the uh-huh. band. I would just like, keep it vague, man, because it's more important if people can build their own meaning into it. It's, it's that mm-hmm. song stays more special to them. And the moment that you say, well, it's actually about this. They can lose that special meaning for them that that song used to have. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I think general, maybe you can do it generally. Like, I mean, this next record was born out of suffering for mm-hmm. sure, without a doubt. But a lot of the songs are, you know, there's, there are some upbeat songs. So like general stuff like that, that's cool. Like talk about my story, you know, like I have no problem sure. doing that. Individual songs. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe you take some, something away. That's a tough one. And even the song, even the person, Jason Mraz, who I was listening to the yeah. song, I won't give up. Yeah. I, something I listen to every time I'm running. Yeah. I mean, there's so many, 
I don't want to give up on life. I don't want to give up on running. I don't want, and you start connected to your own life. So yeah, yeah. I have the tiger type of stuff, right? Totally, man. <laughs> <laughs> I met the dude who wrote that one time from Survivor. Yeah, he's doing Geico commercials now. I think so. Yeah. So this is off of New Jerusalem. What's the name of the song? When I get my wings. I've been lost, walking circles, spinning round. Been lost too long, years just playing to be found. For now, guess I'll keep my two feet on the ground. Till I get my wings. I've got your voice. Living deep beneath my bones It carries me when I count the days Until I'm finally home It lifts my heavy head When I feel lonesome and alone Till I get my wings song so much i told you i couldn't help myself yeah <laughs> <laughs> i have to Great. sing along with that man jeff wake up so good it's a good thing jeff's sitting down because he's got a boner <laughs> <laughs> tone bone <laughs> just uh, crying yeah i'm a huge movie person and man that song 
Wow. Yeah, you see. I see that playing. Zoe Deschanel is walking the, with her the, love interest. At the end of many, many movies yeah. or in the middle. I mean, it's, oh, my goodness. Barrett, oh, my goodness. I can't say that enough. That is so good. Thanks, man. Well, if you know any uh, uh, directors, you let me yeah. know. <laughs> and it looks like you're just barely singing, but it's like coming through. Yeah. He is barely singing. It just, it just. He's barely singing. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> hey, yo. <laughs> All right. So, man, this has been so good. And you didn't have to talk about your daddy issues that much. So, <laughs> although we wanted to dig a little bit, but it's okay. Next time. Well, definitely. You got to keep us posted because we will. Just pimp the shit out of your crowdfunding. <laughs> Whatever you got to crowdfund, we're gonna we're Barrett Johnson people. Thanks, man. And if you come back on, or if you will come back on when it when you do it and when you're in the process, we'd love yeah. to hear from you again for appreciate sure. It, man, I do. Yeah, thanks for being on. Yeah, yeah thanks for having uh, me, guys. I really appreciate it. It's been a lot of fun. Zach, can I say that this was a blessing? <laughs> yeah, you can. I won't, but you can. <laughs> oh, real quick, Barrett. So God was you didn't know how to please him. Just and a snapshot of God for you now is a snapshot of God for me now, I would say, um, is exactly what he said to uh, Christ before he even started his ministry, which is I'm pleased with you. That's what I would say now is uh, I just feel like um, Th- this is my son in whom I'm well pleased. I think God's pleased with us because we were made in his image and we're his children. That's what I think. That's where I'm at. Awesome. And you can be blessed. I feel blessed. I feel grateful. Are you talking to me, son? No, I, I feel grateful. You feel blessed. But yeah, I really appreciate it. So thank thank you, Jeff. You got anything in parting? That was edifying. What are you, who are you texting, Jeff? <laughs> I was looking up the definition of edification. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great way to go. According to a bunch of people on Wikipedia, (laughs) something between McDonald's chicken... Urban Dictionary. McNuggets and their coffee. Yeah. (laughs) That was so good. I just thought we fit good together. So send in your donations for Barrett and his living to BBB Pod. I don't know how. You, <laughs> we'll make sure he gets we'll something. <laughs> tax shelter. It's a tax shelter, actually. It's a nonprofit organization. It's five hundred one c three. We'll give it to him when he comes of age. <laughs> We've got this in a trust for you, Barrett. And it's don't worry. It's being watched after by good people.